most competitive guy. I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Another edition of King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Terry Foster and Jimmy King. Tom Asaway in our studios in Farmington. Want to remind you to visit your local Tim Hortons drive-thru because it's still open. They know there's difficult times ahead and day-to-day routines have changed, but you can still count on your favorite cup of Tim Hortons coffee. And don't forget to use the payment feature on the Tim Hortons app so you'll have a low-contact restaurant experience. You can also order ahead and earn points towards free items. And we take you out to the Batcave, Terry Foster, and Jimmy King's out in the Kingdom in, uh, out in Texas somewhere. Mr. King's got to be around there. You eating good, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. I just ate some gumbo, <laughs> um, some onion rings, some catfish. I love so it, I'm man. doing pretty good right now. When did you get out there? When did you go out to Texas? I just got here last night. Did you fly or did you drive? Fly. I flew. So, um, you know, before the COVID-19 virus happened, I had an appearance in Vegas uh, for this past weekend, but obviously it was canceled. So uh, over the past month, I completely forgot about it. And I got a reminder uh, from the airline about my flight. So I called the airline and I was like, hey, you know, completely forgot about, you know, this trip, obviously. It was like, no problem. So uh, they were like, what do you want? You want a credit or a refund? So I said, well, uh, what? let me, you know, give me the credit. And then they, since it was so easy and I've been flying all my life, I was like, wow, it was literally that easy. They, they just asked my name. They didn't ask for verification or nothing. They just said, okay, no problem. Here's your money back. So I was like, wow, if it's that easy, let me go in here and check a flight to Dallas, just to price it out, just to see. I haven't been uh, to Texas to see my parents in a while. And uh, when I went online, it was $17. Wow. <laughs> so I bought it on the spot, and I'm here. I didn't even pack anything. Hits the I same flow. <laughs> How many people were on that flight? Yeah, it was I'm full. Yeah. I thought I was going to be, like, the only one on the flight, but it was really full. It was You're actually kidding. Full. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for seventeen dollars, if if you stumble on, you can't Uber. I couldn't have Uber to Detroit for seventeen dollars. No, I know that. Wow, Terry, would you do that? Would you, I know your wife wouldn't let you out of the house. Forget about getting on the plane. Just up to me, I would do it. I probably put my little, my little mask on. Yeah, I got a Kendrick mask, which looks pretty cool. So I would do it, but Honey Bun wouldn't let me do it. So put your little mask <laughs> on. You'll be all good. Oh, I got I got the gloves and mask. Trust me, Mama King won't let me move. Do you know that when I got home, she washed all my clothes? Of course. Yeah, and, and, I can believe that. Yeah, of course she washed my down jacket. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. Oh yeah, it was like it was like this big. Now it was like this big. <laughs> that's okay that's the price you pay jimmy that's the price you pay for love. family she's, she's over look she's y'all can't hear her laughing she's laughing right now y'all can't hear her laughing at me. that's all right man that's okay thanks, thanks, Ma. at least she's still doing your laundry for you exactly that's why i came home i'm eating good got laundry yeah. oh my god the sheets on the bed when i laid down 
I don't even know what kind of detergent she used. It was just infused into my nose and in my brain, and I just went straight to sleep. It just feels good to be home. Those little uh, tablets that you can put in to make your clothes smell good. Maybe that's what she's doing. Is that what it is? Hey, Mom, what did you use? What kind of detergent did you use? <laughs> she said Tide. All right, Tide's good. Maybe a little downy <laughs> after that, a little downy. <laughs> she said, yeah, well, a little downy. Well, you don't have to use downy if you get the new Tide pods because they have the detergent and fabric softener all in one thing. Oh, okay. That's all good, Terry. They're not on sale. I, I, I don't have your kind of money to buy that kind of stuff. I got to buy the cheap stuff. Dude, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> they don't sell bucks. those at the dollar store. <laughs> the dollar store. Really, is that, is that that expensive? No, nah, it's not bad, man. I'm only busting it. Yeah, all right. Hey, King and Foster yeah. here on NRM Streamcast. Terry, uh, what have you been watching? Have you been watching ESPN and stuff like that? I know Fox Sports I, Detroit's been putting on the Tiger games, the old ones, like the 68 World Series. Last night they had the 84 World Series. ESPN, of course, they've been playing. Last night they played the 89 NFL Draft first round. I watched it for three freaking hours. <laughs> I have not, in fact, I have not been watching ESPN. Um, I just, you know, I I, I suppose I could watch some of the old time stuff and, but I'm just not that interested right now. What I've been doing, I've been watching this sports uh, uh, series on uh, Netflix. That's my new thing, Netflix. I've been watching All American and uh, I like it, but the sports writer in me comes out every show they have and said okay this a football coach wouldn't do this this is not <laughs> realistic and it kind of ruins it a little bit to me but i get into the storyline and so i'm enjoying it Good and it's about you. a it's about a high school football player that uh play for crenshaw or south uh crenshaw and a coach from beverly hills high recruits him to come play for beverly hills high school and this is all the conflict they have in there. And then when he recruits him, the uh, the state association accuses him of recruiting the guy. And then you think, oh, it's going to be this big thing. And then it just disappeared. There's no way that would just disappear because he did recruit him. That's okay, man. That's what television is all about, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But Jimmy, I how about you? No, I'm not watching too much ESPN either. I was watching way more ESPN before uh, the COVID-19 virus hit. So for me, I'm not even watching TV. I wasn't a big TV watcher to begin with. Yeah. And especially now, like, I I turned on uh, ESPN and uh, I was trying to get a peek at first take and see my man Jay uh, or see if he was uh, on there or Molly. And they're not even on there, so <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. So I'm I'm lost altogether. That's all right, man. That's what it's all about. Hey guys, I got to step out of the studio. Terry, you take it from here, man, and have a great rest of the show. All right, man. It's my Thank daughter's thirteenth. It's my daughter's thirteenth birthday, and we got a little parade going for her uh, because we can't have a party. So we got a bunch of people coming by the house and beeping horns and stuff. So I got to get home for that. Yeah, so they're going to do social distancing at the yep. parade? Yep, we're going to do a happy okay. birthday parade. Happy right. birthday. Well, Thanks, happy guys. Birthday. Peace birthday. out. Maddie Maz. Maddie Maz away, 13. <laughs> Maddie Maz. I love it. Happy <laughs> See birthday, you guys. Maddie. Carry on, Take fellas. Take it easy.
Jim, I got a question for you, brother. Yes, sir. Because I know you love Tom Brady, right? Of course I love Tom. He's the GOAT. How do you not love the GOAT? If they have a season, who's going to win more games this year? New England or Tampa Bay? I haven't looked at the schedule, but off top, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay because they got so many weapons. They got so many receivers, and the, the system uh, is not going to change. Tom Brady doesn't need time to adjust. He's just going to be Tom Brady, sit back and – and kind of manage the system. But now he actually has some weapons that he could use. Uh, I think the defense is solid for Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm interested to see just, you know, who's going to step in in the cornerback position at New England. Um, I have all the confidence in Belichick and his scheming and uh, game planning and what they do as a team. But I would like to see who's going to, you know, take the reins and step in and, 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 and manage that squad. But, you know, one-to-one, I would have to go with Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, I mean, it could be Brian Hoyer. I mean, he is the backup there, but it's possible that I like. He could, I like Brian. He just, I like, he's, he's serviceable. He's, he's, he's all right. He's all right. A little short for my uh, taste, but uh, he's no time breaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's difficult. You can't see over that line. And, and then when guys right. get those out, you know, they're 6'8", and they get their arms out there, it's – it's, it's difficult. It's, it's a, it's a tough Hoyer, job. Hoyer, That's why Russell Westbrook is coming right. Westbrook. Russell Wilson is so good. Right. Well, he rolls out that pocket so he can look down the field. So mm-hmm. he doesn't stand behind that line a lot. So my man is on his way. Um, I, by the way, uh, you're in Texas. I'm representing Texas today. I got the Longhorns. I love on. it. The horns. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm, I was a little bit ashamed of my state the other day with the protests in uh, Lansing. Uh, people want the government to open again. They're saying that uh, Governor Whitmer is uh, infringing on their rights. And I am not against protests. Trust me. I've been there, done that. Uh, I protest for the right causes. I understand people want their jobs. But here's what I'm ashamed of. In my state of Michigan, why you got to roll out with the Confederate flags and talk all this racist stuff and, uh, you know, roll that. This is supposed to be a, a protest about getting your job back and opening up the state. Why do we have to look like Mississippi North when these people are getting together up in Lansing at the state capitol? That's what I was ashamed of, to see that kind yeah, of crap. I agree. I agree. I think people have a a visual of what a protest is supposed to look like. So the Confederate outcomes, the Confederate flag and, you know, some of the outdated speech and even, um, you know, on topics that, you know, that are irrelevant to what, you know, what they were supposedly protesting about. So, you know, you get people who hijack narratives and a lot of times that's what happened. And, and, and unfortunately when I saw, that picture, I, I didn't even, you know, it, it sounds bad, honestly, but at this point, I just kind of looked at it like, you know, I expected it. Like, I expected to see people out there like that, unfortunately, and uh, I didn't pay it any any mind. Um, I do know that, you know, they had an impact because that very next morning, it was so many people out 
so, so many people outside moving around. And, you know, I was like, wow, it's almost like whatever, you know, Governor Whitmer, Whitner, Whitmer said uh, didn't matter because the protesters obviously got their point across. And, and that's the, the message that I got. And unfortunately, again, you know, the, the visual of the Confederate flag and, you know, some of the uh, things that we're talking about is just uh, unfortunate. Um, but, you know, like you say, it's free, freedom of speech. And, and, and sometimes we got to march to get our point across. Well, I will say this. If one of those protesters comes up with the coronavirus, they should not get a ventilator ahead of anybody else. Hey, <laughs> I already warned you. You were out there. You're doing your thing. You don't take a ventilator away from somebody else who maybe got it um, by doing the right thing. So um, that would so, be my so rule. You said, you said it's like uh, we could call it almost like natural selection. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't get a ventilator. You don't you're, get a ventilator. You protest with a Confederate flag in 2020. Yeah. You don't right. get a That's ventilator. It. No, <laughs> no ventilator. <laughs> That'd be my new rule. So, right. And um, we're going to limit. And we're going to limit your food. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, the Hunger Games. Hunger Games for you. We'll let them eat. But the, the other thing that was really interesting is they came out uh, with a report. Governor Whitmer said that ambulances were uh, held up a little bit from going to Sparrow, Sparrow Hospital, which is like a mile away from the state capitol. And, she, and um, the police and the hospital said that no ambulances were um, delayed. But I know that same day, uh, my, my sister-in-law is actually in that hospital right now, and uh, she's mm-hmm. getting tested for coronavirus. You know, people tried to come visit her before the test, and they were delayed. They couldn't get through mm-hmm. this protest to get to the hospital. So I, I, I wonder what they did with the ambulances, how they were able to get through. Um, so right. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that they did disrupt people's treatment, maybe not for an hour, but maybe delayed their treatment by 10 or 15 minutes. And sometimes that could be just enough. So I'm, I was death. a little concerned about that, too. Yeah, that's life or death. And that's just, yeah, the, you know, you got to be responsible, you know, do your research. You don't want to harm somebody in the, you know, for the guise of of, of a protest. You know, you, you you don't want to harm somebody else for a, a cause <laughs> to help someone. Yeah, so it's just uh, do people really care? But that's what I'm saying. Like, are they real protesters, or are they just there for you know to hijack a moment? You know, are they are they just there to you know to push an agenda, or are they really there to make a change? Because they seem like no, they're disrupting. They're there to make a change, but they. They they they're walking on the grounds of ignorance. So um, so a lot of things they say don't make sense. They don't they don't understand what we're going through. And with this coronavirus, here's my look on this. Let's take our uh, punishment right now. I know it's rough. People need their money and they want their jobs back. But if we don't take our punishment now, it's going to be worse on the back end. Would you rather? Uh, be unemployed for maybe six weeks to eight weeks now instead of three, four a months year. later on this year, <laughs> or maybe even Absolutely. a year. Take well, you know, I, and- yeah, people are just impatient, you know, um, just being asked just to sit down and, and, and wait it out. And I think, 
you know, this is a great lesson for adults, you know, children watching, right? You always have adults saying, you know, be patient, sit down and, you know, things will come to you. Just, just do the same. Everybody relax, you know, not in pick the, up a not new hobby. Tie up some loose ends, do something, learn something, read a new book. Um, you know, there's so many different things that you could do to occupy yourself um, now. I, I've, I've loved just really just getting back out, just reconnecting with nature. I love getting outside now for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day. Like I look forward to doing that. And that's just because of what's going on with the virus. Like I've reconnected and, um, you know, and, and it's, and it's, you know, I'm sleeping better. Um, you know, the food is tasting better. So it's, 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 it's a positive for me. And it's just, it could be the same for everybody. It just depends on what, uh, what we do with this time. You know, it's weird how you appreciate small things. I appreciate now walking the neighborhood. And right. before it was I walked the neighborhood just to get a little exercise and stuff. Now I'm like, hey, I'm walking out here and I, okay, hey, what's up there, mm-hmm. Mrs. Uh, Wilson, Mr. Mm-hmm. Benjamin and everything. So you, right. you really like, it's like the 70s again, where you could walk through the neighborhood, everybody's outside, they're walking their dogs, they're sitting on the porch. You know, everybody's speaking. <laughs> yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cool. But, all right. Donald Trump is trying to open up the nation by May 1st. My question for you, will you be out on May 1st having dinner somewhere or maybe lunch with your honey bun that day, sitting down in a restaurant, enjoying your food? Yes or no? Hell yes. I'm going to be like the hamburglar running around <laughs> on everybody's table. <laughs> Do you think we're, we're going to be able to open it up by then? I don't know. I Honestly, I do not know. Like, I just, every report I see is different. Um, you talk to different people, they don't know. So whenever that time is, I'm all for it. And hopefully it will be May 1st. Uh, initially, I heard June. Um, June 1st was the is what I heard initially. So if it happens to be May 1st, that's better, but if it but if it's maybe a week or two into May, I will understand. Yeah, I, I think uh, we may not see Major League Baseball this summer. Um, I I I think we will see the NFL because it is such an arrogant league. The NFL mm-hmm. thinks it runs America, so when we're it's ready not- to go, we're gonna roll. We may not see college I- football, but we can't see the NFL. And I could bet you this that a lot of players really feel like you know they won't get sick and so and they want to play and plus again it's their livelihood like you as athletes you you know you almost feel worthless if you're not playing you know your sport so you you know and and that's why i'm saying you got to use this time to figure out something else realize that you know there's other talents or there's other uh interests that you could pick up and 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 you know, and be real rounded because <laughs> right now, it, if if you're just sitting around waiting, yeah, this will drive you crazy. This is, I I can't even imagine just sitting around waiting to do something. But you know, dudes are working out places, and they're probably got a bunch of other guys in some secret spot working out oh, on a football sure. ground, playing oh, basketball. No you know, they're doing something. No question. 
no doubt. Because my son is doing it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I know they're doing it. My son is doing it, so I know they're doing it. Okay. Now, my other question for you is uh, I found a, a quote from Draymond Green, which I thought was very interesting. He said that he sees parallels between the Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant with the last dance in the Chicago Bulls, that that, was, that season was the last dance with the Bulls, and he sees parallels with Golden State. Is the Golden State Warriors, are they done as a, uh, not only a dynasty, but are they done as title contenders from this point forward? No, I don't think they're done. They still got the best shooter the league has ever seen in Steph Curry, uh, which can change defenses, and especially in a playoff series. And then you got uh, Clay Thompson, uh, who's also a, also a prolific scorer uh, and defender. Uh, you got Draymond Green, um, who's a utility um, Swiss Army knife type of player. So you got the pieces. Uh, you still got your championship coach and Steve Kerr. So yeah, I, I don't think the they won't be as dominant, but I do believe they will. They have the opportunity to get back there uh, if they if they get a couple more pieces. Uh, absolutely. So they need more to win it. They need more. They need more to win it. I believe. I think uh, in a series, I don't see Golden State beating. I, I see it being difficult to beat LA in a series the way they're currently constructed, and I don't see them beating the Clippers at all in a series. Uh, just out the West, just out the West. I so think um, you don't think they can beat the Clippers or the Lakers, or just the Clippers. I think they could beat the Lakers, but I don't see them beating the Clippers. And I think if they beat the Lakers, that's going to be a a tough seven game series. And, and that's what I mean by, you know, I think they're there um, because of the pieces that I mentioned. Um, I still think they, the Andre Iguodala's, uh, the Livingstons. Those veteran pieces are are the ones that they're gonna they're gonna miss the most exponentially, um, and I think they're underrated in what they bring to the team. So to duplicate that is going to be difficult, but I think they could do it. Well, you know, and in, in the NBA, as you probably know, is if it's going to take you six or seven games to win a series rather than four or five, that could be the difference right there in you winning a championship or not winning a championship because, you know, you could be facing somebody who's fresher and uh, they mm -hmm. they have a little bit more staying power than you in a series. Mm -hmm. So, man, that could be the difference right there. But the series is going to take, you know, a little bit longer than usual with these guys. Right. Correct. And and and, and your veterans, you know, can help you in, in multiple ways. They can help you, you know, mentally. They can help you physically. And then they can, they can help you with uh, – you know, just the experience on the court. And and so, the, like like I said, with the veterans missing from Golden State, when you watch that team and the youth of the team, uh, particularly throughout this year, that's, that's all it was. Like the guys just didn't have uh, any experience or any, you know, uh, veteran leadership. I think Steph was going to go out there and really try to kill himself to do it. And I think the, the blessing in disguise for him was him getting hurt <laughs> so that he could sit out as well this season and then let the young guys get some experience that way. And next year, and get a lottery uh, pick. And, right. And get, and get a lottery pick. But 
you know, even today, who knows? Who knows if 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 a lottery pick will even, you know, push you over the hump now. It may not be for this year, but for the future. Yeah. Absolutely. Like for uh, me, you want to get guys who are who are who are proven, you know, who got years uh that you've seen them do this before. You they have a litmus test. That's those are the type of players, in my opinion, if I'm general manager, um, you know, that that's the type of homework I'm doing. I'm not taking a chance on a young guy who, uh, you know, the potential may be there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go get guys that uh, that have the hard black and white on the paper. You know, the Andre Iguodala is sitting out there that um, people still, he's a finals MVP. He's he, he hits bigger shots than anybody in recent him, history uh, memory in the NBA finals. So, you know, it's, it, you got to piece it together. It's a team. You got to put, put it together. You got to work it. Earlier today, we talked about the last, the final dance, or the last dance, what it was with the documentary with the Chicago Bulls. And one thing that I found interesting on there is uh, the Bulls went through a little losing streak, pissed off. Jordan got in everybody's ass. Did you guys do that as college students or did you kind of say, well, no, this is too soon to really get in somebody's case who's not playing well? No, we we, we got in each other's tail and it didn't wait. We didn't wait. <laughs> it was in practice. It was after practice. It was at the dorm. It was at the dinner table. But we didn't we didn't need it uh, consistently. Usually it only took one time for a guy to look at the other guy, just be, you know, nudge him and just be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And then, you know, right. talk it out or, or or sometimes it's all you need. You know, just that little right. nudge and, and snap you back out. And, and we were good. We were good in that way. I, as usual, I had a good time. Thursday, we're coming back. And I think we're going to have Isaiah Thomas with us on Thursday. Isaiah so, uh, Lord! That's right. Enjoy Texas. And uh, good to see you. Get some of that barbecue down there. This is King and Foster we'll for NR Cast. Take it easy. See, see. Bad boy coming up Sunday. All right.